I want the world to know. Got to let. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the man cave. And pretend that there's still her. I want the oh, you want me to? to know. That Just go with me. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. Uh, it's the only podcast now. hosted by two good with nothing in common except their names. I'm Mandy Fabian. Oh, I'm so annoyed already. And I'm Mandy Kaplan. And every week we test the limits of our friendship by arguing over. Lately, it's some crappy movies and Hallelujah. music and it's books and trends and uh, all of Mandy's dumb ideas. <laughs> Grab a couch. Let's get to it. Oh, been a lot of dumb ideas lately, but I have bad news for you. Yeah. I finally found my brand, man. You did? Bad news. That's yes. fantastic news. Well, because my brand is dumb ideas. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. My brand is rejection and fucking it up, y'all. Ooh, ooh. Didn't I'm taking the Molly Shannon cue. I'm not afraid anymore. Didn't I just it's, tell you last week how much I hate funny voices? And you are coming in <laughs> guns a-blazing. I don't know what you're talking about, kids. Let's just keep it grounded <laughs> and use our real voices. Okay, girl. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's this is the brand. Okay, I'm I have a whole team. I found out the letters weren't working. So, <laughs> now I'm online okay. and we have a whole we have a whole team. It's my I'm I'm, I'm not ashamed to fail right in front of you. That's it. Oh. That this is not yeah. going to work at all then. Cuz I need I need a <laughs> solid sense of shame from everybody I collaborate yeah. with. Okay, I'll work on it. Um, how, how are you? I what you up to? Uh, I am good. Uh, yeah. Dropped our son off at summer camp. <gasps> oh, and uh, oh, my phone just did a little uh, alert m- because the phone ha- has yeah. an app called Campanion. Is it? Is he still coming up on the Amber Alert? Oh God! You really should have. You should have told the camp you were dropping him off. I think that's where the miscommunication was. Too far. So. Campanion sends you facial, like they have a facial recognition thing. And then they're like, there's a new picture of your kid. So basically my life is going to stop while Casey's at camp. And I'm just going to wait for those pictures to pop through on my phone. Cause then I can like stalk him and, and see what he's doing and what he's up to and that he's happy. Oh my God. You put the mother in smother. I did. I did. (laughs) And we're, yeah, we're going to enjoy our time without Casey, blah, blah, blah. But, uh, I am like I just miss him already and I'm watching my phone. So oh, you and I are very different. Like you must have spent a pretty penny at that camp. They'll even feed him. Like that's amazing. I'm assuming they feed him. Oh yeah. We can't afford this camp. It's crazy, but, but we do it. We make it work. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. Cause it's like, I feel like that's so great. Like they have an app and facial recognition where I send Abby to camp. They're like, which one is she? <laughs> but you know, it does work for our family. So, you know. Yeah, no, if it's convenient, let's just do that yeah. one. <laughs> she hasn't drowned. Um, yeah. And that's the bar for me. Yet. That's it. I Every camp I check, like, how many kids drowned? And if it's, like, below 20, I'm in, you know, oh, if the price is right. Please send all of your comments and feedback to <laughs> at Mandy Fab. That is Fabian talking. It's as much brand. as I love a dead baby box, which we established... <laughs> Back when we did the girl before, love my dead babies, but oh um, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, all right. 
Oh, that reminds me. Just real quick. I just want, this is a social, this is a social conversation tidbit. So Patrick and I went to this event, right? And we met these lovely people. And this has happened to me a couple of times. Are they famous? And And if they're not, why are you telling the story? They're not famous. They're not. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, although I did see Tia Carrera (laughs) at the event. Wayne's World. Party time. (laughs) It's so funny. Excellent. Anyway, um, no, I did. And also I saw Jodie Foster. That's a pretty good one, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'll allow it. So anyway, this couple... I said something like, they're like, something like, oh, you have daughters. I was like, yeah, we have a daughters, uh, you know, 10 and 12. Like, do you have kids? And they, like, and they were like, no. And then it was this weird thing where I was like, oh, and and then I hated myself for not being able to continue the conversation because sometimes you say to people, do you have kids? And like, you get a sense that something is weird and then you've you've somehow stepped Mm -hmm. in weird territory. And I immediately then want to go, oh, no, no, no. No, it's not that you have to have kids. No, I. So many people do, but like it's not weird. I. I and then I start talking about like how like oh I didn't even know if I wanted kids and and it's such a weird. Do you ever have that moment? No, because I'm socially perfect. Oh fuck yeah! Oh my god. Well, it's my brand. I gotta be. I gotta be good. With yeah, it. it's my brand. No, I. I. I don't know that I've had that feeling. I can't think of it. it you've never said like, do you have kids? And someone goes, no, and it's weird all of a sudden. No. Well, you don't listen to when people talk, right. really. Like, you don't really... Yeah, you're not very intuitive <laughs> like that. Uh, maybe that's it. No, but a couple times I feel like all of a sudden I said something putting my foot in my mouth. Yeah. But, by the, but, like, but there's no... I feel guilty for even assuming that because I remember before I got married... Uh, people were always like, oh, like dating Patrick, like, oh, when are you guys going to get married? And then the minute you get married, they're like, when are you going to have kids? And I fucking hated it. Yeah. Because it's a perfectly legitimate choice for someone to make not to get married, not to have kids. It's like perfectly legitimate. Of so course. then I felt weird being like, oh, you have kids, you know. Right. I guess it's, um, I, have I should a, just learn to say good for you and move on. I have a different social situation, a, di- a quandary, if you will. Yeah. Well, let me help you with it because I'm real good. Yeah. So at Miss Cast that we did a couple of weeks back, yeah. you introduced me at the end of the show to a couple. Uh-huh. And I, I don't remember their names at all. John and Miranda. But, yes. Very, very funny. Very charming. A little too good looking for my comfort level. And here's my quandary. How do we circumvent you and Patrick and get to John and Miranda and then get them in our lives? Because I liked them a lot. (laughs) Oh, well, John will be very happy to hear that. What I didn't know until that night is John does musical theater, did musical theater for a long time. So he is he's aiming to get into the miscast family. So there's your first step. Yeah, okay. I'm writing that down because you have to yeah. connect me. Even though I just embarrassed I myself and said he was good looking. But he is. He's adorable. I love that you think he's good looking. Like, he's so not my type, even though he's a little bit little boy, schoolboy, good looking. But he is a fu- You also love funny. I do. Right? Oh, I mean, he's a he was funny very mother funny. effer. He was quick. Oh, very, he could yeah. almost keep up very with me. going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Almost, almost. Yeah. Almost. Not quite. No, he's very funny. His wife is, they're uh, awesome people. They used to be our neighbors and okay. I love both of them. Yeah. Great. Yep. Let's okay. That's that a happen. done deal. Holy shit. I just made uh, dreams happen. Connections. Uh, like I, I feel like I should do that thing. You know, like I should also be an agent. Like the mammoth uh, scam from last yeah. week. Yeah. 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 Like I feel like I should really. Well, I think you know. just did that for yeah. John, whose last name I put as scam. musical theater. <gasps> Oh, I'm so sorry. I have to tell you one other thing. Is there a spider on your system? No. On your microphone? So wait, 
Let me just say that we we are this week we watched Fire Island. Okay. Which is right. So we're going to talk about that. I promise everybody we're going to talk about it, but I have to. This is a public service announcement. This thing I'm going to tell you. Yes. You're not going to believe this. I bet I will. You won't. All right. Did did you forget it already? And and now you're stalling to think of it. Okay. Did I tell you the contact lens story? No. Okay. So I'm going to make it short, but I I got contacts because, you know, my eyes funky, funky, right? Mm -hmm. I put them in. Mm -hmm. The first time I put the contacts in. I can't get one out of my right eye. Yeah. I'm like, oh no, I, I can't find it. It's And I'm looking and it's not there and I'm touching my eye and it's getting all irritated. Mm-hmm. I call the doctor, I go back and they're like, let me check. And they look around my eye and they go, there's no contact in there. It must have popped out or you took it out and it fell and you just didn't find it. There's no contact in there. You're fine. You're all good. I'm like, thank you. So then <clears throat> and my eyes irritated because I've been touching it. I put in you know, contacts, take them out. It's all working great. I do it again one day. I can't get, I can't, I can't get the one out of the right eye. I'm like, shit, can't, I don't know where it went to. And and then uh, because I've gone to the doctor and they're like, nah, it's, it's not in there. I'm like, okay, well, it it must've just fallen out. Right. I'm going to puke. Go on. (laughs) (laughs) Mandy. Then I'm in therapy and proud, guys, because it's on brand and good for me for taking care of my shit. Okay. But I have those few tears happen in therapy. And all of a sudden I'm like, whoa, I can't see out of my right eye. That's so weird. It's like all blurry and shit. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening with my right eye? And I drive home and look in my makeup mirror and I'm like, there is a goddamn contact lens on my eye. This is like two weeks ago, right? Mm. I pull it out. And for the next two or three days, like I got like, there's a little bit of gunk. It's like my eye is recovering. Patrick's like, go to the doctor. I'm like, it's fine. Eyes heal themselves. I know what this is. It's going to be fine. Right. Mm. But it's still a little, it hurts a little bit. He's like, go see a doctor. I'm like, it's fine. So we're like, my eyes just adjusting, but it does kind of hurt a little bit. So yesterday, (laughs) yesterday I'm in the hallway sitting there and it's okay. I'm just like, it feels a little dry. So I'm taking my... (laughs) Take my finger. I'm licking it because I'm like, I'm going to put some saliva in my eye. Maybe there's something about my natural saliva that's going to like help my eye. So I go like this. I lick my finger and I'm like touching my eyeball. Like I'm like, I'm just trying to soothe it or give it a little bit of moisture. And I feel something. And I'm like, what? My finger hit something. And I go like this and I pull a second contact lens out of my eye. Yeah. Oh, there were two in there. Yeah. Where did they go? I want it. This is a public service. <laughs> You're gonna puke. You look so uncomfortable. I Do you hate eye thing. Uh, yeah, I don't like eye stuff, but I wear contacts. <gasps> and the when you get a contact lost in your eye, it is the worst feeling. It's like you just you know it's somewhere. You're rubbing. You can feel that it's somewhere back there. And I hate it. Oh my god. Okay. By the way, there's nothing about this on the internet. Like if you look at this on the internet, they're like, it doesn't really happen. It can't get lost. It'll pop up eventually. By the, it was gone. There was no nothing. <laughs> All I want to add to the story is that, like, I remember. <laughs> this is so shameful. I should not say this out loud. <laughs> like, I remember peeing out part of a condom like three days after I had sex once, and I was like, oh, <laughs> see, that's not okay. <laughs> I mean, to be clear, it didn't come out of my pee hole, but it, you know, like it came out of my body. Medically. Right. Oh, wow. So that's That's what it's reminding me of when you're like, what the? Where has it been? Yeah. (laughs) I, 
Well, first of all, I was like, holy shit, I've had two fucking contact so lenses so in my gross. eye for like three weeks. And I had no idea. Right. Like, you go, wow. That you need is- a new eye doctor that they didn't see it back there. That's uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> so anyway, I just wanted to share because, by the way, if anybody out there. Number one, if you have, if you think you have a contact stuck in your eye, you, you might do. go you to do. two or three different. Co- yeah, yeah, I had no idea it could happen. So, so no, hear my story and heed my words. Yeah. And secondly, if anybody is looking for contact lenses, apparently my right eye will produce them, and I'm selling <laughs> them at a very, very low rate. So uh, very fair. Go to mancave.com/slash/merch <laughs> and load up on. Already spit covered. Oh, oh God, there's so much wrong with that story. But you tell a story like that. Aren't you glad I shared it? Yes, because you know why? Why? She's a legend. She's an icon. She's a legend. She's an icon. I did love that. That should be your ringtone. That is the first moment of Mm -hmm. the film Fire I Manned. I'm assuming Pete's going to call this episode Fire I Manned. Great work. Great work. Thank you. And I chuckled at the ringtone. Yep. Uh, is, is that a reference from something? Is that like a beginning of a song? I don't know. She's a legend. She's an icon. And I was like, oh my God, that's funny. That's his ringtone. Yep. And that's where I stopped enjoying the movie. But uh, but that's just, <laughs> that's just me. Okay. Okay. Well, this is going to be great. We're going to talk about this movie and then you know, and I, I'm not spoiling anything. I'm not spoiling anything because... Because we've said many times we're going to have the question about who's gayer. Right? Yes. This is so, so this is very good that we're talking about this. I'm going to try to be, yeah. You win. Because <laughs> I could not watch this movie. So I give, done, episode over. Oh, great. Fabian is the gayer man. Let's play the, oh. the trailer, Pete, okay. please. So everyone knows what Fire Island is. Stupid bitch, Noah, every year. Oh, I made it, didn't I? This week is sacred. We're going to Fire Island. And this is why straight people hate us. And also, heteronormativity, Judeo-Christian pathology, anal. For whatever reason, call it magic, time sort of works differently here. And that is our makeshift little family. We all met 10 years ago working at the same cursed brunch spot. Bottomless mimosas, bitches! (laughs) Jackie Chan, hey, you got a refill here, bud? I can't believe you talked me into this again. I come here, I just feel terminally alone. Oh, are you all right? It's fine. It happens all the time. Do you want some whiskey? It would help with your knees. You trust me, I'm a doctor. Do they have a house on the beach? Well, we can't go over there. We are literal trash. Guys, excuse me. I think you may have the wrong house. Have you seen the way they're drinking? They're clearly using us for free liquor. Will, promise me you'll try to have a good time. Do not let these people think that they are better than us because at the end... Never mind. Okay, guys like that are ruining this island. Play harsh time. I have never met somebody who has made it so clear that they think they're so superior than everybody else. I don't think I'm better than you. You think that if you're vulnerable for just one second that it's all gonna come crashing down. Oh my God, my baby's drowning! 
I don't think I want to be implicated in this. DJ, stick it in. All you guys, you're like all I have. We're family. That means something to me. What are we gonna like hug and wrap this up? How does this end? Why don't we just get a little fucked up and dance? My biological clock is ticking like this! Penelope Cruz? Oh, oh bitch, who is this? Written by Joel Kim Booster, who mm-hmm. is a stand-up Ooh. and a really funny guy with great abs. Uh, but hold on. Did he create the other two? He, I think he writes on it, but I don't think he created it. I'm going to look it up because I, that was his big credit that mm-hmm. was his that was his big well he's also I was, as i i, I might have said last week he's on wait wait don't tell me the and the npr news quiz yes. show and he's very funny and very quick and yeah my family likes him a lot which might all change but okay he's a producer on it okay he, so he did the other two which is one of my favorite favorite shows mm-hmm. and uh i guess yeah i guess he's just a writer he's a writer on big mouth which is also really funny mm-hmm. like he's a he's a funny guy yes um when yeah. Collaborating with others. But this yeah. he wrote by himself. Yeah. I think it was very, uh, <laughs> not to get too, it was structurally, it had a lot of, it had some problems. It, yes and no. In that, you know, you get like, I don't even know how far we are into the movie where it's like, ah, the story is, I'm going to get you laid and I'm not going to have sex until you do. And so that's a pretty solid, like if you just back up and go, as a setup for a movie, here's the game, right? We're gay guys. We're going to have fun. It doesn't need to be brain surgery. Like, they're on Fire Island and they're, you know. It's Jane Austen, we should say. He rewrote Jane Austen. Yeah. Right. Or Emma. Is it Emma or Jane? uh, Jane Eyre? I don't know. Who is it? It's Emma? It's Uh updated Emma? With with um, Mr. Darcy and oh, what's that one? That was Wuthering Heights, wasn't it? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's Heath, Heathcliff and Catherine on the Moors. That one I know. Oh. Uh, whatever Bridget Sense Jones' diary is, it's... Okay. Bridget Jones' diary, same same <laughs> plot. Oh, my God. It's I think it's Jane Eyre. And so this was his updating it to Fire Island, which I am down for. Like, I think that sounds like a great idea. Uh, but... But it's not mm-hmm. funny and it's not charming and it's not good and it's very, very annoying. Yeah. But I will say I really enjoyed the main, the Howie guy mm-hmm. and Charles. Like I liked their love relationship. I thought it was sweet. I thought he was very good. Wait, who's um, Howie? Bowen Yang? Yeah. Okay. Bowen Yang yeah. meets a a cute doctor and Bowen Yang is the virgin or the guy who had never hooks up. He's not all ripped and right. he's not that gay. He's like, he just wants a boyfriend, but he's 30 and he's never had a boyfriend and he f- is worried he's not going to find anybody and he's not good at all the apps and the hooking up randomly. And, and I've heard that complaint from a lot of my gay friends of like, listen, if you're not, you know, if you're not hot and young and like you're not just looking for anonymous sex, then it's harder. Right. Like there's a, there's a meeting someone and having a real, which I would say the movie did not um, disabuse me of that notion. Right. right? It's like uh, it's a it's a culture that I I knew about clubbing and, and I knew a little bit about drugs, though I don't do them. But like it was very um, I knew about the culture, but it was sort of like, oh, the the parties were fun. Like the underwear party. Mm-hmm. Oh God, you yeah, you're right. You're not a gay man at all. You could never have done one of those underwear parties. No. Yeah. I, I mean, I yeah. would throw like a granny panty party as long as 
there were you would granny panties all over. Like I would wear one as a shirt. <laughs> uh, like I would granny panty head to toe. Uh, I my complaint. First of all, they cast all their friends, and a lot of them can't act at all. So it just it smacked mm-hmm. of we got all our friends together on Fire Island and made a movie, and they weren't good actors except Matt Rogers. Matt Rogers is a great actor, but I found him to be one of the most annoying because Mm. they pumped the stereotypes so much. So you in this movie, you're not allowed to speak a line without adding bitch or girl. You have to pump those stereotypes. And they were uh, that is not my taste in comedy Mm -hmm. or in characters. And had one character been that over the top. Great. But they were all everyone around them not the two leads but everyone around them was matt rogers was very annoying and i do mm-hmm. think he's a brilliant actor um and then they threw in margaret cho which just felt like such a we know her we love her let's put her in this movie and she was painfully bad and i actually think margaret yeah. cho's talented oh, she yeah. was painful her dialogue is so expositiony and she's like i'm so broke i guess i better make this week count and it's like it's that bad yeah it's so uncomfortable i was very uncomfortable not with the gayness i want to be clear i'm not homophobic you can have anal till the cows come home and i support that <laughs> but it was just every scene was like girl please bitch please girl girl and it just it's not funny it's very <sighs> It was like 20 years ago that would have been revolutionary. Now it's just, it feels old, out of date. That's interesting. Well, first of all, I would like to know what happens when the cows do come home because I haven't heard about that part of it. Like I, <laughs> that's really anal till the cows come home. Like what's that next level thing? I'm very excited. Um, <laughs> but uh, but also I don't, like I didn't take it as a, they're making fun or it's like a gay stereotype. I To be honest, because sometimes like, gay men will refer to each other as like sister and you know like even gay men sometimes I'm like should I text them happy father's day because I know that actually a lot of them are the moms in the relationship you know Mm -hmm. like and and sometimes they'll refer to themselves that way it's not a my I don't feel like I can do that but uh I I got a sense that like did you think it was heightened for comedy or is there I think there are guys who act that way like that that is how they they, they are like that's it's it's a party and they do you know what I mean? Like it's very sort of I know what you mean. Yeah, it's very broad. But I also think that's very real. There's some people that are just like party guys. Right. right. Which is not my cup of tea. So, you know, right. I wouldn't you don't want to spend time with those people necessarily. Not not in the numbers and loudness and over the topness that that this movie forced yeah. me to do. And yeah. I have, you know most of my friends are gay and it just doesn't thank you <laughs> it doesn't uh i i don't know i i don't i don't know that world that's not a world that most of my friends are in and when yeah. they do the thing like oh she's in a bad mood today look at her it's like that was funny 20 years ago when it started and now you're right. it's you know if i wrote a movie where we were all like talk to the hand it's like that's right. not a thing anymore. I don't think. Well, but but that's the funny thing is I don't think it was meant to be like a joke. I think that's how they talk to each other. I, I mean, I'm only guessing it's an authentic expression of like right? It's not even meant to be a joke. It's just how they talk. Yeah. But I think you're supposed to be charmed by it and you're supposed to want to oh. to enjoy it. Yeah. 
And yeah. I, I'm I'm so over that that it just yeah I, it it was a very annoying movie to me. One of my favorite jokes was when he said, I don't remember exactly what he says, but it's something like body positivity is actually not a thing anymore because Mm -hmm. the guy, the um, Joel, Joel uh, takes off his shirt like every he is in a speedo this whole the whole movie (laughs) every chance he gets he takes off his shirt which you got to respect that but when he does it they're all like ugh. and and Matt Rogers says like sorry body positivity isn't really a thing anymore like Mm -hmm. you're not that's not cool anymore and I thought that was very funny yeah because on the one hand as a gay man you love seeing all those shirtless guys, right? And guys making out and guys partying and guys being fun and young and we're dancing and we're being stupid and like the world is our oyster. It very much feels like the Playboy Mansion probably felt in 1978. Like it's all drugs and nudity and hooking up and that sexual energy. Uh, And I wouldn't go to the Playboy Mansion either. Although I used, yeah. I did used to torment my mom when I was like, I'm going to be an actress. And my mom is a <laughs> diehard feminist st- to this day. I mean, she's a very active, proud feminist. And I would be like, and yeah. I'm going to go to the Playboy Mansion. And I, just to make, just, and she would be like, stop saying that. That's not true. You're not going to do that. And I was like, I'm going to pose in Playboy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, I, that's not a joke I ever could have made with my mom. Because she would have been like, with what? Oh, that There's well, that's, no, that's another way to discourage the behavior. <laughs> that was never going to be an option for me to pose for Playboy. So you're still operating under the auspices that you did not pose in Playboy. And that's we're not yeah, recording. Yeah, yeah. You could tell. OK. okay. <laughs> yeah, no, okay. that's what we're going with. That's the brand. OK. And we're back. Um, um, <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. I I mean, I, I found it a little... Um, it feels a little artificial. It feels a little put on, right? Mm-hmm. A little phony mm-hmm. because you're not having people having real conversations. But there were real conversations between the two friends mm-hmm. who, you know, the. It, I think just very simple. I, I didn't think it was an amazing movie because it's like the Dark Knight of the Soul was like one moody walk in the woods. There were there was no stakes. There was no like. Yeah. The love story between Joel Kim and the other guy was like, I don't that, understand this at all. <laughs> I, and look, I, I mean, the most re- the the freshest version of this story is Bridget Jones for me. I love Bridget Jones' diary. And uh-huh. Colin Firth, yes, he was oh. stiff, but you saw a charm. You saw what would draw you, right? You meet him and he's wearing the the jumper that his mom makes him wear at Christmas. And he's... Yeah. And, but this guy, oh God, yeah. he looked like a serial killer. He was so <laughs> angry and mean and yeah. nasty. And like the, the idea that Joel Kim Booster would be attracted to him ever was so unpleasant to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll buy that. I mean, you know, you, you, you follow the story and you see them like flirting and stuff and you go, oh, maybe there's something there. But it really was just because the script said there's right. something there. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're falling in love now. I didn't really I didn't Ugh. buy it for yeah. a second. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Um, yeah. I, yeah. It's it was very uh, fluffy, very yeah. fluffy. And I didn't think I didn't really buy the emotional ups and downs of it. So no, much. there's another I'm movie for the next joke. There's another movie coming out, uh, I think, in September that we'll definitely watch. It's the Billy Eichner movie. Oh, yeah, bros. And 
And that trailer gets me. It charms me. It makes me laugh. I cannot wait to see that movie. Yeah. And this, yeah. even the trailer of this, I was like, uh-oh. Like, it's just not my thing. Although it's getting really high reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. The critics yeah. are all liking it, but the audiences aren't as much, which I always oh, find interesting. Interesting, because do you think? Oh God! Oh I'm, my God! Really? I would think it's exactly the opposite. Well, I think people. It's a little tough. I'm nervous to to put this podcast out where I'm saying negative things about right. a modern gay story written by a gay actor. Like it's yeah, it's all the pieces of that puzzle should be brilliant, and it's a little scary to say. Yeah, but the movie's terrible. And yeah. right. And so I think if you if I'm a critic and I publish that, does the gay community turn against me and stop subscribing to my site? And I don't know. Right. Yeah. It comes across as hateful. And I'm not I I fear that. So again, well, if, I think- if I have offended in any way, please reach out on social media at Mandy Fab. Um <laughs> I was gonna say let me uh, have it. But- because your co-host is gay, a gay man, I think you're okay. Like, obviously, I couldn't keep doing this if it wasn't. I do. I mean, honestly, like, I was watching this. Like, if Mandy is liking this in any way, she wins the whole competition. <laughs> you know what? What I did like, in the same way that I liked Heartstopper, right? Like, for me, I go, oh, I love that these stories are getting told. Absolutely. I love that this is a straight-up gay rom-com and that I thought the relationship between the friends was cute and I really did I liked the I got emotional at the when the boy comes over on the boat and they have their cute little their romance I bought it was Mm -hmm. a sweet Mm -hmm. getting to know you he was so awkward and misfit in his little group of friends like Mm I I thought it was sweet it it didn't it it was not like um you know re what what is does it rebuilding the wheel reinventing the wheel <laughs> there we go woohoo it's those contacts i think they mess with my ability to speak um <laughs> it's it's not reinventing the wheel but it's uh it's cute right mm-hmm. it was cute and and a world that i didn't know anything about and i was interested in like i have gay friends as well obviously half of my friends are gay but a lot of them have like kids and they're chill and you know they don't they're not partying they're you right. know what I mean? That's not that's not their life. They're running off to Fire Island and right. doing drugs. So it was interesting to see that world. And, mm-hmm. and I've never been to Fire Island. I've always wanted to go. And like, I think those parties and stuff are fun. I thought the karaoke bit was hilarious and fun. But it was more like slice of lifey, a world that I haven't seen. The story didn't rock me. The acting didn't rock me. Right. Right. So as a movie, no, it's not that satisfying. You're hanging out for an hour and a half with a bunch of gay guys. <laughs> It was much longer than an hour and a half for the record. It was? No, no, it's only like an hour and 40 minutes, right? It felt longer. I think, well, no, we had actually, we paused the movie and Patrick's like, oh my God, how long is this movie? And I was like, well, we've been watching it for an hour and 15 minutes. And he's like, oh my God, like it it felt longer. Yes. But that's because there were, there was not real, there were not real stakes. The story was not. Right. We saw the same scene with uh, Joel Kim and the other guy like four times of their like, there was this just the same moment over and over and over again. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's an interesting point. Like, uh, are you allowed to critique? You know, we're getting to a real thing where we're not allowed to write characters that aren't our color, that Correct. aren't our sexuality. Right. You know, that's that's the new thing is like, you're, right. you're not allowed to write those stories. And you right. go like, uh, well, am I allowed to critique? Am I, you know, was anybody allowed to give him notes or help? Right. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. 
So how many man jobs? I mean, if it was an airplane movie, I wouldn't be mad. There were some good laughs. As a movie, it wasn't terrible. Like, I don't know, three and a half, maybe. I'd go with maybe three. Probably three and a half. Whoa, you're just being too nice. Again, for me, it's like I, you don't see a lot of gay stories. I think we're about to see a lot of gay stories. And when we have a lot of gay stories, then I'll be like, ugh, don't watch that movie. It's right. terrible. Yeah. I mean, I would I would give it one. I really didn't like this movie. And yeah, yeah, um, it, I wanted to, you know, I know, but no, it was very soft. I mean, had this just been a bunch of really good looking white cisgendered people, we would have there would be no forgiveness. It would be like, oh. You know, no stakes, no not good acting. Oh, a so, thousand percent, we would rip it to shreds. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I'm gonna stay true to to that. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's All right. Fair. The Man Cave is a production of True Story FM. Everybody, engineering by Pete Wright, music by Ian Post, and guys, um, if you want to go to iTunes and pop off a little review for us, you know, just a little something to tantalize us if you want to you know give me any content a great new optometrist advice that that works too <laughs> yeah uh leave us some stars and reviews and it really helps us out and we love hearing from you you can also uh, reach out to us uh on discord yes you can we- if you go mm-hmm. to mancave.com slash discord we can chat on there you can make suggestions we're taking some time off we're heading into the true story hiatus yes. so when we come back we're going to need your recommendations for what to make each other watch and read and listen to it has um, been very helpful please become a fandy we need your love and support and your money uh, at mancave.com slash fandy five bucks a month gets you fun bonus content because we were saying content yeah. bonus and that's not a thing bonus content birthday <laughs> messages access to our private discord channel where yeah. we can share the real stuff so <laughs> do all of that please please yeah, yes please join us we appreciate it and uh, also guess what there is really fun merchandise uh, we don't even really have to offer merchandise but oh my god Pete I love the it. genius the engineering genius is also a design genius and we have some really great stuff on there so go check it out it's at uh, mandcave.com slash merch and get you get yourself some summer gear and well if you're missing us while we're on our break you can wrap yourselves around us literally you can put pictures of us on your chest so you're welcome maybe we need speedos in honor of fire island oh god yes <laughs> i don't even know do you think t public has speedos i guess we'll find out we're gonna find out why not okay um who's yeah, gonna wear them so- i don't know <laughs> Uh, so your I've, your youngest daughter has a birthday coming up. I'm going to get her a man cave speedo. <laughs> she would love that. <laughs> she would love that. Oh God, I love it. Yeah. Well, so you know, I I we we talked about this. I there I don't really have a lot of like I I did take a are you a gay man quiz uh, online and then basically because it's asked are you a man I found myself having to lie and then the quiz just didn't really feel authentic. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I think we've established already, you know, that like first of all, I like who's gayer, right? I but am I giving it go to you. But yeah, okay. I, I and I I'm entering into this like I've been disqualified. I get it, but I still <laughs> want to run the race. I still want to run the race and play the game. I, but I, yeah, but I have a quick question: How many gay yeah. men have you made out with? 
Oh, uh, one, two, three, four. Four? Okay, point point to Fabian there. Oh, really? Yeah, I think three for me. I thought that was okay. going to win it. I came into that feeling pretty good. Now, what were the circumstances? Did you know they were gay? Uh, yes, yes, and I was praying not. <laughs> Now, I did not know this about you. I didn't know you've ever made out with a gay man on yeah. purpose. And these so, were not, I want to be clear because this might change your answer. This was not like truth or dare or this was like making out. Like this was done with purpose. So what were the circumstances? Was How old were you? Three. High school, <laughs> college and college. High school. Okay. And you knew the guy was gay and you were like, yeah. let's kiss. Well, he was my boyfriend. And oh, okay. we made out and I was telling him, I, I, God love him. He's a very dear person. And I was like, I think you're gay and that's okay. <gasps> and he got mad and said, no, I'm not. And we continued dating briefly and then we broke up. And then later in life, he told me like, you, you were the first person to like actually bring it to my attention in a, in a way that made me think it would be okay. And thank you and all that. Wow, I, ch- I change lovely. lives. I change lives. You really do. Mm-hmm. I would. I I took you for a turn them straight kind of gal. Um, so or another guy in, in high school. <laughs> oh, two gay guys. Did you yeah. try to hook up your two boyfriends with each other? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's really interesting. So, what made you know that he was gay? Like it was. was it, it was. It was apparent, and I mm-hmm. had a crush on him because he was older and he was talented actor and he had the bluest eyes you've ever seen so oh, i was like yeah, oh my god and he right. wants to go out with me yeah but i think he's gay and i knew it but i was like because but he, he can drive because he wasn't like trying to get with you oh my god like, no we that... would like hold hands and that was it and then oh. I, then we you know it was but were you at high school were you at the time where you were like oh no so much more should be happening and if he's not doing that then he's gay like i'm still wondering like was it he was into he no, had no, judy no. garland I posters kn- yeah i mean he was i just knew he was gay and That's so interesting because I was, uh, you know, another point in my favor, like I went to theater camp growing up, knew a lot of young boys who were out of the closet by the time they were 13 and 14 and like oh. were living their proud lives. So I was wow. very familiar with, you know, what it was to be gay. Very familiar. That's interesting. I did not ever have that experience with young mm-hmm people mm-hmm. i nobody i knew was out mm-hmm. gay um it wasn't until i was like working in a theater company and they were all like in their 30s you know right then they were out but that was the only no no high school kids so who were you making out with how did you make that happen i never made out with anybody in high school that was gay that that i think they would have known um mm-hmm. I didn't really do a lot of making out either because I was like working and, you know, but um, in college, I made out with a gay guy Mm -hmm. who I don't think he knew he was gay at the time. Mm -hmm. And then my other times were all gay bars, like as in my 20s and 30s, like you would go out and you go to a gay club and you would get drunk and you would kiss gay guys because they were so fucking handsome. Mm -hmm. And they were so I don't know why they liked to kiss girls, but it was a safe place like they were great kissers and we would just drink and make out Ugh. and i loved it because you didn't have to go home with them you didn't have to worry about them trying to get you know trying to rape you or anything you're right. just like 
you know what I mean? It was just like, let's just rub each other. And like, you're handsome and I'm, I, you make me feel gorgeous. And like, we'll dance and we'll kiss. And like, that's it. And I loved it. If I could have gotten more straight guys to just make out with me for a night, ugh, that just would have been heaven. Um, I think I, that's why I fell in love with Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, one gay male friend who like has a reputation as I get drunk, I make out with women, I don't know what's wrong with it, you know, right? But <laughs> he is funny. but he has never kissed me ever. <laughs> and I take like offense. I'm like, what's wrong with me? I've known you for a long time. So and he does listen. So he knows what well, I'm talking to. I think it's more that I'm a gay man. So I think like for them, it's like, oh, this is a safe place for me. You know, like yeah. that's because I, <laughs> I mm. come across. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really interesting. Also, like like the Top Gun volleyball scene, right? Like I could watch that on repeat marathon. I don't care. See, and you don't care. Beefcake doesn't do it for me. Oh, God. I, I you don't know me. I want that. funny. Like I. I yeah. I know, but you're not going to have an actual relationship with them. Like, you're not looking at that and going like, oh, my God, those abs all day. No, no, that I'd rather watch doesn't... a John Mulaney special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. OK, I get that. I get that. All right. And and you're not a fan of like, did you like, did you ever go out to clubs? Did you ever, was that ever a thing for you? Like in New York, gay, did you ever go? Gay clubs? Or any, any clubs. But yeah, yeah gay uh, clubs. Gay clubs more than gay... straight clubs for sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah, um, I, I was I was never a big clubber, but I definitely spent some nights out in college. And this has nothing to do with being gay, because I was I'm a bit I was always a bit of a prude, so I would get all dolled up with all my girlfriends. We would all go out, and like the way guys would like dance up on them, and they'd make out on the dance floor, but nobody was doing that to me. And I think I was giving off like. Fu vibes, like don't approach. I hope Mm -hmm. that's what it was. I hope it wasn't. I was too ugly, and so I would end up like crying in the bathroom. Like nobody wants to grind up on me, and so I was not. I was never like a club person. Yeah, yeah. Well, that makes sense. I mean, give me a trivia night at a bar. (laughs) (laughs) Give me big gay bingo in West Hollywood. You know, like those. Oh yeah, that's the stuff. Yeah, I I do love that gay bingo, that drag queen Mm -hmm. bingo at Hamburger Mary's. Oh. That is so fun. Yeah. Yeah, all that stuff. I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah. Did you like the movie Call Me By My Name? Yes, but not as obsessively as a lot of people. Okay. But you didn't dislike it. No, no, no. I liked it very much. Okay. Well, that that makes you pretty gay. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. I'm not going to. Can you quote a line from Postcards from the Edge? It twirled up. There you go. But I've never seen Postcards from the Edge. (gasps) <gasps> fuck off what are you saying to me right now i know what we're gonna watch after hiatus i've never uh, seen yeah, it yeah we are i've never oh seen it oh my god oh and my god yeah. we have to watch it together with okay. our husbands okay we'll have like a you guys will come over be a saturday night we'll have a sleepover again my 17 year old self is dying inside right now but okay. my my 37 year old self is loving this idea okay 37 <laughs> mm-hmm. what duly noted so- um fantastic oh god yes well there you go i mean thanks for giving me the 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 trophy um you earned it it's so interesting yeah well i think like you know i have a gay daughter i'm bisexual like very much so like Mm -hmm. you know and i think that uh there's something about it like i remember being a kid in texas like there were no gay out there were no out gay people right i mean i grew up 
in a much more progressive place with very yeah. liberal parents. And yeah. Yes. I very often think, I remember when I brought home my first husband <laughs> that uh, I remember my stepdad being kind of like, eh, you know, like, mm. ah, he's great, you know? And I was like, I was like, well, that's all you have to say. And he's like, oh, man, I'm just so glad you didn't bring a girl home, you know? Mm. And I remember getting really mad when he said it. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Yeah. I really wish I had brought a girl home. Right. You know? Uh, so it's there's like, still it's funny. time. Like, you can't upset your stepdad, but <laughs> no, I'm not like longing for. I'm not. I, I don't have that pit in my stomach of like, oh no, I made the wrong choice. Right. But it is. It's a. It, I. I think I, for me, there was not even a choice. Like I was bisexual, but like if you can be straight, you are straight. That's mm-hmm. it. And do that a thousand percent. Yeah. Because it was so intimidating, and I love that now. It's not like that. Right. And it's, and I think it's like, even though there was a time in the movie when I was like, eh, I'm kind of done with it. I'm sort of over it. I did not like, I will say this about the movie. I did not like that there was only like two lesbians. One was a terrible actress and one was like a nar, like she was like an old crabby lesbian. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, that's actually a little, that's a little misogynist. Like not one hot lesbian on Fire Island. Right. I know there's some lesbians that go to Fire Island and they're good looking. You they know weren't, I mean? they didn't make the cut. They didn't have any women in the movie. So, yeah, in that way, not for me. Right. Not for me. But anyway. Um, oh, so this is it. For this a while. is it. Have an awesome summer. You were dying to get. You are so funny. You were di- you were giving me please end this conversation vibes just then. Yep. You were. Yep. Yeah. Some of us. So have you to are pee. homophobic after all. <laughs> Oh, you have to pee. Oh, why did you say so? All right. Good night, folks. Thanks, everybody, for coming to the man cave. I'll do funny voices. We'll be back in August. Back in August. We'll see if the friendship is still intact. I doubt it. Well, for now, I love you. <laughs> I love you. Everybody get up.